This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Terry. How are you today? You know what? I am doing pretty good. Manya, how about you? I'm also doing pretty good. I'm really excited. We are here to record episode number 34 of Friendshipable. Mm -hmm. And the topic is the myths of modern friendships. Which calls to mind all of the things that we've heard about that probably are challenging it, but it's a myth. It's true. And you know, one of the, I think one of the bigger myths that we are dealing with these days is that our digital lives and social media and all of the stuff we do online is eroding our friendships. Do you think that's true, Terry? I, I see everything online and I maybe in context of where we've been at the past couple of years, my answer to that is no. I agree. I don't mm-hmm. think it's ruined our friendships and we actually read some articles and did some research and have also discovered that Uh, digital and social media really has a way of actually adding to our relationships and to Mm -hmm. our friendships. Um, Like any technology, it can be used for evil or for good. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, you know, this tech, these technologies are actually good for us. It's, and like you say, like anything, 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 it's, it's a balance. It's using things so that it supports and and grows and um gives depth to whatever it is but there's a balance of that exactly and you know so it's 2022 we're thinking of social media our our always on Mm -hmm. culture all of these things in our lives and, and we're thinking oh no it's ruining friendships but you know what Back in the past, in history, other new technologies felt like they were a threat to our way of life or to our relationships. Like even the telephone was Mm -hmm. thought to be the ruination of friendships. Um, So I think it's, it's interesting. We like, we have to adjust to these new technologies and how they fit into our lives. And it's all, it's like the old saying, it's all in the perspective that you have and, and in, in relation to what you know to be what you think is the best method or the best communication um, choice at the time. And what you were saying too about with the telephone and it even the criticism of new ways of communicating even predates the telephone. Yes, yes. We, as a species, we are, um, we are very social. We need connection, but I think we're also really protective of those connections and are, can get really worried 
that these new things, whatever they may be, probably the telegraph um, was was threatening as well. Like, I think we get really protective and are afraid these technologies are going to ruin right. what we have. And the other aspect of it is, as a species, and as a, we don't like change. <laughs> well, so, there's that. There's that. But yeah, so even take probably so the telegraph was predated by um postal service right writing the letter and getting it you know on the pony express and getting it out fast yes so even yes yeah yep but yes it does go all the way back any any kind of furthering of communication was met with resistance of but it's fine the way it is yeah yeah, I think you're right. It is a little bit rooted in that fear of change or the, mm-hmm. maybe it's not a fear, but just the um, discomfort, discomfort. Yeah. With change that, uh, you know, I like things the way they are. Yeah. Even, even change for good is, is disruptive. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, and we know that, and, you know, today the word friend has taken on a little bit of a different meaning. So social media, for example, you friend someone, you are friends with somebody on a social media app. And um, there's a, a new sense, I think, for some people that you, you know, if you, you can click their friend request and now they're your friend, even if maybe you've never met them in real life or you haven't had a lot of personal interactions with them. So you know, does that diminish the concept of friends? Of a friend? I, you know, but I, I have to think that, so it, to answer your question, I think it all depends upon how somebody uses social media in their friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the, the sidebar to that, that the fact that Facebook used the word friend as a way as the the definition of the connection mm-hmm. through their platform was really significant on their part because that's the word just the word friend engendered i want to be connected with you this way yes you're my friend if they yeah. had used some other word like like just connection make a connection make it mm-hmm. it wouldn't have had it wouldn't have struck us in the same way as um i'm going to be your friend even though i i don't i know that we know the same person but you're now going to be my, we have the same person in common but now you're going to be my friend so right yeah. right yeah. and uh, I am certain that was a very deliberate choice on oh, their absolutely. part to, yeah. to plug into that need we have for friends and that need mm-hmm. we have for connection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talk about what people are concerned. I think we're, there's, you know, fear that this technology is damaging our friendships. They've done studies because feels like they, quote unquote, have done everything. Um, But the Pew Center did research in 2011 that studied online and offline relationships. And to show that people who were active on social media had stronger relationships across the board. Um, Like it can um, sort of re- ignite um, dormant relationships. It can mm-hmm. connect you with people you haven't been connected with in a long time. Um, and that was true for both adults and teenagers, that if you were active on social media with your friends and your connections, mm-hmm. you probably have stronger relationships. 
you know, and it's partly because, um, you know, the, the more touches that you have, the more ways you have to connect to an individual. Um, so I had a chance to speak to Lydia Denworth, who uh-huh. is the author of Friendship. And she also wrote a book called Why the Digital Age, I'm sorry, an article called Why the Digital Age is Not Destroying Friendships. And in our conversation, she talked about that multiple different touches just reinforce that connection between you and a friend. So you comment on their social media and you text them and you see them in real life. That is just additional ways to connect with somebody that that's a very interesting way to look at it that each of them singly probably does not grow a friendship but you can use that all of those different approaches together to deepen the friendship right and something you and I have talked about many times on the podcast and in other formats is how many hours you need to spend with somebody to Mm -hmm. to build a relationship. So I think that those connections on social media and via text and WhatsApp and all of those things are just, um, you know, time. You're just adding time to that connection as well, where you're, Mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in little bits at a time, but you're building that connection, you're adding to the time you spend together, even if you're not physically Mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. It's almost, it's like, uh, if you could factor in or consider the thought that went through your head to connect to your friend, that's part of it. it. You know, something happens. And if your first thought is, I have to let I have to let Manya know this or, and, but I also tell you, but I share it with other people. So that's another aspect of this too. But, but just the time it takes is like, this is something Manya would love to know or love to see. So I'm going to send this to her and I'm going to tag her in this post or something like that. So even those that's, that's being present with that person that you want to stay in touch with. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you know, what's interesting in the article, um, Lydia wrote that um, the vast majority of online friendships start offline. So they're people that you've met in real life in some way, whether it's school or through family or the workplace or a religious affiliation um, you've, or on vacation, you know, we've all got those vacation friends who are our friends on Facebook. Um, so interesting to know that, that most of those online relationships start in real life. Yep. And extend into yes. the social media verse rather than the reverse. Right. And, it, and um, again, that it's just the social media and texting and all an extension. Other things yeah. are just an extension of the mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. And what we have all experienced over the last couple of years, a lot of um, Zoom calls. So Technology has enabled FaceTime and Zoom and um, all of these video ways of connecting that I think, you know, our experience in the past couple of years would be very different if we hadn't had those opportunities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's yeah. one, that's one plus in the technology column for friendship. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. So, so you know, go ahead. When you think about social media, you think about, you know, oh, I have 
there are people I'm friends with on social media that I don't really hang out with or I don't really know that well. Um, and, you know, there's actually something called the Dunbar number. Um, the anthropologist Robin Dunbar said for humans, the number of stable social connections is around 150 people. And that has been pretty consistent, whatever the technology is that we're talking about. Um, and it's typically like three to five people who are that um, small group of really close friends that you sort of intimate friends. And then what I thought was interesting, they called the sympathy group of 12 to 15 people who are also really close to you, but they're but not quite as close as your super close friends. And they are people whose death tomorrow would leave you distraught. Okay. And I just thought that was an interesting way of describing sort of that second level of. So that's what, so friend. what is the first level? <laughs> I don't know. Well, what's beyond distraught is. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Curled up in a corner um, yep. in a catatonic state. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I thought that's interesting that people who study social relationships, you know, that that has not changed even with yeah. all of this technology. So technology is enabling us in some ways, but it's not really changing our fundamental sense of who mm -hmm. we are as humans. Mm -hmm. I wonder how that, um, you know, I'm thinking of you know the younger generations and just how because I think we we have adapt we've used them and have grown friendships that have been around you know for for years for us and I just can't um, it'll be interesting to see in the next twenty five years or so when this same view is taken of you know the high schoolers now or the mm -hmm. the of college age. Um, you know, students of to see where their friendships are, because I think one of the, the contrasts is, is that um, for us, we were, you know, we started using it. It wasn't there from the time you could, you knew how to read. Right. So that's going to be an interesting right. view in the next couple of decades, which hopefully we'll be around to see, but yes, I plan on it. <laughs> um, you know, in, in the article about, um, about the digital age and friendships, um, they talk about, and here I think we're talking specifically social media versus mm -hmm. um, any kind of other connection, but that, and maybe texting too, but you're missing the visual cues that you get when you're, when you're relating to somebody. And you also have an artificial sense of distance, which and, and in some ways, anonymity, anonymity, even if your name is attached to your account, um, but people can say or do things online that they would never say to your face. There, it feels like there's a distance there. And I think when it comes to younger people mm -hmm. or teenagers, I think that's that is a real concern in terms of their mm -hmm. development of mm -hmm. relationships and friendships um, that you and I didn't experience because this right. wasn't even an option when we were in that stage of our lives. Right. So I definitely think that may have, that may play out differently as, as these folks get older. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and given the um, the information you referenced earlier in terms of um, each of us have, what is the, the number of people in our core group? Is it three to five? Three to five. So, you know, in 20, 25 years, I, it would be interesting to see how that number changes for those generations who are, whose social media was there, has always been there um, in their lives. Does so three to five become, you know, one to three, or I don't know, it's all, it's all subjective and we don't know, but it, it's just an interesting positioning of the use of it and the awareness of it, of social media and, um, and the application of it. Right. It'll be interesting for anthropologists to continue this kind yes. of research, like Robin Dunbar, yes. and yeah, see yeah. if if it if this has changed how we interact as a species, or if in fact it is just what a different way that we communicate exactly. with each other. Exactly. Um, and I I tend to believe it probably will be the latter that yeah. technology isn't going to fundamentally change the numbers of friends we have will change maybe how often we can connect and the ways mm-hmm. we can connect. Um, but I still feel like human beings as a species evolve very slowly. And I, I don't see this ma- taking big leaps in how, how we want to feel connected to people and how connected we do feel. But Well, actually this loops back to the start of this conversation was going back to the stone age anything that was new in the form of communication was like why so um so we've kind of come full circle on the evolution of it and the and the acceptance of it and the benefits of it yeah it's true i think you know, in, in another article that we had read called The Myths and Reality of Modern mm-hmm. Friendship, um, they said that there's a, right now, there's a pervasive anxiety that true friendship is in decline and that technology is to blame. And I, and again, I just go back to the telephone, the telegraph, probably yeah. writing letters, like yeah. you said, the, the Pony Express. Yeah. I think it's just in our nature to be curious about what these changes mean. And like we mentioned earlier, some anxiety because change is change and we just is right. We just get used to what what we have and what we like. Mm-hmm. But saying that, Terry, if you we talked about we grew up without social media, yeah. without email. So mm-hmm. it was telephone calls and I don't think I ever wrote a friend a letter, but it was, you know, in person and telephone Everyone, calls. Right, right. And that was it. So we have evolved our friendships and the way that we relate to people um, is very different now. And those changes I'm sure came slowly, mm-hmm. but now we feel comfortable with video calls and Mm -hmm. texting and and commenting on each other's social media statuses and yeah yeah um, so and we've learned yeah so we've learned that we've gotten yeah that we're it's the way we're staying in touch it's another tool for us to stay in touch and if and and if any of the other things maybe for may maybe it's kind of elevated some of the other ways to 
you know what the what the instance requires what the you know you know the occasion requires whether it's whether it's you know all right it's time for us to to go to lunch because we need to hash you know hash something out we just need to meet and right. so that is so it kind of elevates other ways of connecting um on a spe- on a more on a, I'm going to say special basis but knowing when it's time to actually sit across from one another or do something different with one another and the day-to-day that we're all absorbed in gets then you stay in touch through the day-to-day by all of the the communications that we have available to us so if anything it's extending it if i if i get together with you and we didn't have these ways to communicate on a regular basis, then I probably wouldn't see you for several months or something like that. Right. Um, and so it just allows, it, it, it maintains the dialogue. That's the bottom line of what I'm getting at. It maintains yes. the dialogue so that the next time I see you in person, there's already tons of frame of reference. So what happened with this and what happened with that? Right. Or how, and how are you? How are you doing with that? Yeah. Yes. You know, I have a friend who we follow each other on our, all our socials and mm-hmm. we, we will talk on the phone. We text through just regular text messaging, but we sometimes send texts through WhatsApp and we are in a group WhatsApp chat as well. And we will also send each other comments through Instagram uh-huh. and then email, you throw that in there. And, and those are not isolated. I will get a, a, a Instagram message, but then I will not be able to reply in that moment. And then the next thing I know I'm on email. So I'll be sending her an email responding <laughs> to what was on Instagram. And, and there are times when I'm, I'm remembering something she wrote to me and I can't find it. Is it in text? Is it in WhatsApp? Oh yeah. Or is it? Yeah. And it's so interesting to me to see how we just navigate that. It just, it just is what it is, Mm -hmm. but it's, we've just adapted to that because I'm going to tell you a little secret. Uh I hated texting when it first came out, hated it. I didn't, it just seems so impersonal to me and compared to a phone call, that's what mm-hmm. I was, was the comparison. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I didn't like it at all. And emojis, like, why would you not use words when you're communicating people? And now forget it. I'm, I send emoji only texts. I text all the time it took me a while to adapt to that mm-hmm. way of interacting with my friends. Mm-hmm. Well, one, as professional communicators, which we both are, that's probably the resistance. Like, what are you putting little smiley faces on things? Tell me what you're feeling yeah. uh, and write it. Um, but yeah, it's all, um, yeah, it's all getting used to like, text streams now are almost the whole way of having a com is the way of having a conversation. Um, yes. And in fact, I kind of laugh if the, a group that a group chat that I'm in or group text that I'm in, that if my phone's in the other room and I hear ping, 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 and ping, it's like, all right, they're all up. They're all awake. Everything's <laughs> going on. And it draws me to it. And it's like, all right, diving in, but it's true. And again, that's that adaptation 
adaptation and realizing that, yep, this is the way that I'm feeling connected to my, I'm feeling closer to my friends or I'm, yes. I'm having a dialogue with my friends. Yes. So, so in the, the few moments we have left, so we were talked about, you know, from the stone age to now, and who knows what the next iteration of all of this is. So what are your thoughts on just the big picture of it? I find it fascinating that there is anxiety about friendship. Mm -hmm. Not surprising because yeah. I'm human and I have that very same anxiety, but I find it fascinating that we as a species kind of keep coming back to the same fears when there mm -hmm. are big changes and that we are afraid that these new tools that we have developed are going to ruin what we already have. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to pay attention and make sure they don't make sure mm -hmm. that as we're building new things and, and whatever new technologies come online, that we're, we are not undermining our humanity. So it's, it's important to keep asking those questions, mm -hmm. but I, I, I think that just means just fundamentally how important friendships and relationships are to us as humans, because we're so worried about them changing or something threatening them. Exactly. Exactly. We don't want to um, in any way compromise them or jeopardize them. Yeah, that is what it is. Yeah. So good conversation. This was a good conversation. Yeah. Thank you, Terry. Yeah. Thank and you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And please let us know if you have any questions about mm -hmm. how technology is impacting friendships or you have a story that you want to share um, about. I don't know, being afraid to text like I was at the beginning. <laughs> All right. And we look forward to seeing you guys on our next episode. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.